right over each other sometimes that oh, happens man. Doesn't it? well for wherever you are we want to thank you for taking time out of your day and joining us because we are here talking about life love marriage sex and trying to work towards heating things up in a big way for you and your bedroom yeah and we love the the readers emails and sometimes our readers are curious what are some great sexy places to go on vacation and my answer to that is always someplace near or south of the equator. The hotter, the better. Where you can heat it up big time. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the equator, that, that yeah. one little statement just makes me think of, of this classic scene. Just one little problem. Sexual? Yeah. <laughs> I've never really felt confident in um, one particular aspect. Below the equator? Yeah. Nobody does. You know, nobody knows what to do. You just close your eyes, you hope for the best. I really think they're happy if you just make an effort. I don't know. Last time I got the tap. You got the tap? You know, you're going along, you think everything's all right, and all of a sudden you, you get that tap. You know, it's like, all right, that's enough, you're through. The tap is tough. I got the hook. I wish I could get a lesson in that. It's a very complicated area. You could go crazy trying to figure that place yeah. out. <laughs> All right. So for for everybody out there that wishes they could get a lesson on that, below the equator. It's a very complicated area. And it, and, is, and it is one of those areas that we get emails a lot about. And downloads a lot on yes, our the, uh, site. It's true. We've got a couple of shows. Regarding the whole concept of oral sex and the below the equator, both male and female. But specifically what comes to my mind is an email that we got a while back regarding, okay, I've, I've, I've done this, I'll paraphrase what I remember from the husband that emailed. You know, I, I've, I've gone down a couple of times and I like it, you know, I'm willing to do it more, but there's a couple of things that kind of stymie me in trying to do it more and and one is the smell is a little bit of a deterrent mm-hmm. and the other is grooming the the trimming of the pubic area that's not into the bush if it's too if it's too full it it gets in the way all right so yes i remember this this uh writer because he specifically said something like i can't enjoy myself if the hair is over a quarter inch long yes. am i weird <laughs> and you said yes and i said no, no that's not weird <laughs> you said yeah that's weird well okay <laughs> i i mean it, it it comes down to personal preference i mean really cuz there's going to be you know when we talk about a person's sex life it's 
as vast as the people we're talking about. And yes, talking it's like to. art. It's yes. very subjective. Very, very. So, but this presents itself with some with some hurdles. I mean, these and these are legitimate hurdles because this could be something that you've really tried to figure out. How can I incorporate this aspect into my marriage? How can I be willing or interested, or how can my spouse be more willing or interested in this this part of sex? Yeah, and usually if there's an area of mixed desire, high and low desire, uh, this is an area, oral sex, and mm -hmm. just things that are outside the norm of what they've done before, especially with maybe the older couples. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, um, maybe uh, the religious bringing, probably. Yeah. Religious the, upbringing. I, I would say the more naive <laughs> couples, uh. that it, it is one of those that, okay, I know that penis enters vagina, that's sex. But they don't know more of what really is going on and what really produces pleasure. You know, even the fact that the clitoris is just designed for pleasure, that that's the only reason it exists. And for most women, it has to be engaged in the process of whatever you're doing for pleasure and orgasm to occur. There are some that can do it vaginally only, but... They're a smaller number than those that the clitoris has got to be involved. Well, yeah, and even then, it's because there's pressure and and uh, friction, something on the clitoris. So you might want to refer back if you haven't seen all our shows. They're all there on sexymarriageradio.com, and we do have a whole call on the mysterious female orgasm or something like that, just right. to help you understand some anatomy. Right. So because anatomy is important. It is important, and we'd like to take some of the fear and mystery. I don't know if we want to take mystery out of the equation. Mystery is what makes it erotic. Well, it adds the novelty to it sometimes because it's yeah. kind of mysterious. And it's, it, but then again, it also lends itself to the like the clip. You just close your eyes and you hope for the best. Well. You know, maybe that works. Oh, yeah, so, those are great lines. But, but you got, you know, you, you run into different things of exactly what am I supposed to do? You know, how, what, and so let, let's go direct to some of the, the hurdles that were mentioned. Okay. Because, you know, obviously smell, and then I would add to it taste. Can yeah, make, smell and taste. It can be a deterrent because some women, some men, just, that's just not going to, be appealing to them well and different factors play into fragrance besides just if you've just showered or not it's like it's like mouth fragrance mm -hmm. what your your diet has a huge part to play in it right so even right off the bat maybe if you know you're gonna have some anticipation built up for an evening you might want to be conscious of what you're eating during the day and have more things like pineapple and <laughs> fruit and things that are conducive to tastiness versus mm -hmm. things that are very strong like garlic and onions yep bratwurst and then the <laughs> other one that you just <laughs> alluded to was shower um one yeah. of the one yeah. of the great ways that i have heard from lots of couples to overcome some of these and get more comfortable with the whole idea of going down on a woman is mm -hmm. do it in the shower you know, exactly. join her, do it in a tub, do it in a hot tub, because then you've got all kinds of water to help clean things off, 
get the taste out of your mouth if that's something you you need, you know, whatever it is, but it it allows you to experiment, to try some different things. And then the other thing I think of is beyond smell when you're coming to just taste. Well, it it depends on how deep into the vulva area you go. If you stay right up on towards the top and if you're looking at a woman and she's laying on her back, we'll just go north south. So if you stay more north of the equator, <laughs> if you will towards the hood right towards the clitor- which is where the clitoris is you're not dealing with as many juices other than your own from your own mouth and t- depending on how long you stay involved yeah but i yeah that is still a tough call to me if you're thinking in terms of not showering at all that i don't think i could even go there i don't yeah. Just there's too much yeah. sweat all day long and build up. Oh, absolutely. So I, I am a big fan of the shower and pleasure. And also, I don't like that flavor when we're kissing after he's gone there. So I think a glass of wine on the nightstand helps. Okay. So. Yeah, and that's and that's true because that's, that's another issue I've heard of from clients that I've worked with mm-hmm. is they love it when hu- her husband will do that, but there's no kissing afterwards. Which, okay, I can understand that because there's some men can, you know, they have a natural, ooh, I really like this, this whole idea, this taste, this, this smell. Every, I love right. it all. Some are, okay, they've kind of have built up to it and they've tolerated it, but they realize, man, it's a whole lot of pleasure and, and it brings me joy too. So I, I can handle that. And then some, they kind of grow to really like it. It's just kind of the way we evolve over life, you know. I used to hate yeah. I used to hate broccoli, but I had some for dinner last night and it was actually pretty good. I relate that a lot. There's <laughs> a lot of things that as grown-ups you enjoy now right. and hopefully grown-up sex is one of those things that you can develop a taste for. And so And I'm still a fan of red wine nonetheless. <laughs> Fair enough. So another way to add to it cuz this is something that you can incorporate various oils juices different things and if you work towards that and that's kind of the way i think of it it's not a all of a sudden i'm just doing a here's an old reference for you a nine and a half weeks right Mm -hmm. off the bat you know no you build up to these things so you try out and then and then you have a conversation in the middle of or as things are unfolding you say hey hold on i'm gonna go get a little honey or hey i'm gonna go get some whipped cream or I want to mm-hmm. get a glass of wine, or I think some juice would be great. Or another thing that has double advantage when you're talking about the taste issue, when it is for a husbands, before you go down south of the equator, pop a halls in your mouth that has menthol. Mm-hmm. Because then you get that flavor in your mouth, and the menthol adds a little to the sensation for her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, I think that sounds fun. Yeah, so that the but all these are different things that kind of help. It's not like it solves the problem because in reality, it's about what if whatever you grow comfortable and desiring and wanting. Because mm-hmm. it could be now this is just nothing. This is something that neither of us are interested in, or yeah, we tried it and it just didn't work at this stage in our life. And there is just no. Uh, condemnation in that. I know Tony Robbins talks about this really old couple. They were in their 80s at one of his meetings and they were just like all over each other through his whole weekend. He's holding hands and just totally obviously tickled with each other even after decades of being married. And he says, what is your secret? And the the, uh, lady says, 
oh, we touch each other all the time and not just some places, every place. And they're just all tickled with their whole sex life. And, and the husband says, yes, and we have a rule that we'll try anything just once. Mm -hmm. And if we like it, we do it again. So if you can have sort of a sense of adventure and a sense of playfulness in this joy, in this relationship that's your secret garden, I think that will help you mm -hmm. to sort of not feel like you're taking all your cues from sort of a perverse generation or perverse media or something that's really contrary to what you want to embody. But that's, again, going back to your preference, what, what is consistent with you living according to what you hold dear. That right. all, will always play into great sex. Right, because if you think about this whole arena of your sex life, I mean, imagine when you were younger and the thought of French kissing somebody. We do what? Yeah. You, you you do what with your tongue and uh, what, what? You know, and that's that was gross and repulsive. But yeah. for most people, that evolves to, yeah, that's something I kind of looked forward to. <laughs> and and so that's the way our whole sex life is. That's the way our life is. There's things that initially we're afraid of because of the unknown or just misinformation or even legitimate. But then you realize, wait, that was not as big a deal as I thought it was. Let's... Let's do that again. Let's. So it is a, an ongoing conversation. Yeah, and and you define your boundaries because mm -hmm. I when I hear that analogy, part of me is like, wow, you could remove all boundaries based on that train of thought. Hey, push the envelope, push the envelope. Right. You know, but we enjoy boundaries. And as far as here on Sexy Marriage Radio, if you're new, we really uh, embrace the idea that sex is exclusive between a husband and wife, and it's to be celebrated within those marriage vows, and it's what separates a, a marriage relationship from every other relationship, that exclusiveness and not bringing other parties in and, mm -hmm. and celebrating that monogamy. All right, so let's move to the, the second hurdle, which mm -hmm. we're talking about grooming. Hair. Yes. Where the hair grows. <laughs> and and this cuz this can be something that you know again it comes down to personal preference and it's personal preference on both sides. Mhm. Mm because they're I mean I'm not a woman but I got to assume trimming and taking care of things it's to, it can be consuming. Yeah, it can it I guess so. So to me, it's just part of the, it's part of the deal. But sometimes you just never put any thought into that whatsoever. Like, mm -hmm. oh, really? I'm supposed to, to shave or wax or use nair or you know bikini line right. things. Which, There's that new thing now that I don't know. It's got all the buzz on some little thing that shocks all the hair off. That's on the no no or something. It's like three hundred bucks, but it looks very cool. I would get that. <laughs> well, but you think about it, you do. You do prep work anyway if right. you're a woman you're that shaves her legs and and does some manicuring of your body to for presentation of just out in public or, mm -hmm. you know, definitely when we're in swimsuit season, mm -hmm. you typically are doing some prep work along the bikini line and your legs and armpits in this part, in the American part of the world at least. And, you know, so so it's already part of the repertoire. So maybe it's something that with some forethought you start thinking of and have some conversations with your spouse, with your husband mm -hmm. about what's your preference? What's, you know, do you have one? Because you may be married to somebody, uh, whatever. 
you know, I just, I love you. And then you have some that, what if you tried this? And that can be part of the playfulness. That can be part of the adventure. Yeah, maybe you never just thought about it. I, I know in, what is Elisa Bowman's book, Project Happily Ever After? Yes. Yeah, when she was restoring her marriage, and she kind of single-handedly took it on herself to heal that marriage, change her mindset, let her husband know things were way worse than he thought. Right. And part of her oh, really awakening her sexual side was going to the boutique and getting a bikini wax in the shape of a martini glass. You know, that made her feel sexy and it was fun and it was something she hadn't thought of before. And she was able then to use references to her husband saying, my martini glass misses you or (laughs) just different things. So that was, you know, you might want to talk to an esthetician at the salon or Mm -hmm. something and just ask. How much is a bikini wax? What's it like? Right. And, and talk How long to, does it last? Right, How long your does the hair have to be before yeah. I come in? Talk to your girlfriends, too. And, yeah. And ask them. I mean, again, this is going to come down to the, the preferences are as varied as the people involved. So right. it's, it's kind of finding your own way in what is a manifestation of who you are, who you want to become, you know, because yeah. it is one that, you know, there's... There's the whole, I don't know, I, I'm thinking of, to the question of if it's longer or if it's really bushy, does that get, is that weird? Well, no, use your fingers and make a path. I mean, what, <laughs> when, you're, when you're going down, I mean, there's, there's things you can do to, st- there's positions you can get in, there's things, there's techniques you can employ that can help enhance and navigate some of the hurdles that occur. Yeah. And like you said, we, your appetite and desires grow and you, you yeah. just go enjoy yourself and just, you know, have, if you will know that you're feeling great about yourself or you're feeling great about your mate's body, that's just kind of the starting ground there. If they do make shavers, electric shavers for women mm-hmm. for that bikini area, mm-hmm. that's, you could give her, Paul sent me one once when he was deployed. It's like, then he was really embarrassed. It's like, I don't know why I sent that. It's just been <laughs> on my mind. I thought it'd be really fun. So this, once again, reason number 422 that the sailor does not tune in to listen to yes. sexy marriage. Radio. Well, and it's also something that you can incorporate that into part of your marriage. You know, that you have conversations about it, that you participate in it together. Exactly. You know, hey, can I help you shave? Well, okay, that can actually become a fairly sexy thing. Yeah, that is considered one of the sexy things to do together for a guy to wash her hair, yeah. wash her hair in the shower, wash her back, shave, groom her. I don't know. It's, it's. I'm kind of partial kind of the... washing the front, but you know, that's just me. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's something that okay. So you don't just naturally jump to that point. You have to, one of you has to lead to that point. One of you has to bring it up and it can either be through a conversation over dinner, Mm -hmm. over a glass of wine, just in passing via text, or it could be a grab her hand as she's getting in the shower and I join her. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of see where things progress. And if you assume the position of, I'm going to keep going until she stops me or he stops me. Well, that's a way to kind of see what happens and what unfolds that time. 
Yeah, and different times of the month, she's likely to be more or less open. So yeah, right after she's knowing cycles is important. And yeah, it's, no, and it's, it's not just the the main period cycle. It's knowing the cycles of the hormones that go on. Right. Because that that does play into it. Absolutely. So what else were his questions? That was grooming? well. Those are the, those are the biggest hurdles. Yeah. Is, is you're dealing with smell. And you're dealing mm-hmm. with with grooming, and then we've added the concept taste. of taste, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know the rest of it is just coming down to your own comfort level. Because some women, I'm not comfortable with you going there. You know, I'm yeah, not comfortable with that part of my body. Yeah, body image plays a lot. Yeah, like I said, men grow up in love with their penis, yes. which is not the same. <laughs> no, this is not the same for women. No. We're like, oh, I don't even know what's down there. Yeah, that and that is very true. And lots of women don't even know it's referred to as the vulva that's true that's the that's the entire genitalia area because lots of people were raised with the vagina well that's just one part of it yeah remember on fried green tomatoes when she went to some class and they pulled out the mirrors and we're all gonna look at their their (laughs) vagina she stormed out of there crying yeah so yeah well just the more you are celebrating your whole body and your mate's body the the more possibility you probably have for pleasure so again that's within your context of what is uh sacred and sizzling and sexy for you yeah it's it's about what works for you and what you want and then that collides with what your spouse wants and what works for them and then you try to see what elegant solutions arise yeah because it is, it is one of those things that we have all the time, a constant, well, this is what I want, but, well, no, she's not in the mood. Or, <laughs> well, I want to have a conversation. Well, but he's not in the mood. Or, you know, well, that's just the sta- status of being married. Yeah, it's the beauty of learning how to be unselfish. Exactly. Which so, is the real So last point I've life. got is, how do you get somebody to listen to this? Because obviously if an emailer writes in, and they're, they want their spouse to listen to it. You know, what do you do? Oh, we're going to talk about that next time? I say you just say, hey, great episode today on Sexy Marriage Radio. I heard I'd love it if you'd listen. And you see what happens. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or you just walk in and you sit down and you turn it on. Because there's nothing else going on and you start talking. Yeah. When she says, what is this? Go, oh, these are my new friends. They have a show about sex. <laughs> it's great. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.